You guys have been waiting for me to do this video for a while, and it's about none other than the Lenovo Legion Go. And this was, for the longest time of, you know, ever since this was announced, this was my most anticipated handheld for this year. And we're going to talk about it more in this video of whether that's still true or if I've got some qualms about it. And uh, for full disclosure, I was sent this for review by Lenovo. So huge shout out to them for hooking me up with sending me one of these. But they're not seeing this before you guys do. I'm putting this out, you know, in my full opinion on this. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the Lenovo Legion Go. And this is going to be my full review of using this for the last week I've had it. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. All right, first thing off the bat that I want to talk about when it comes to the Lenovo Legion Go is the size. I mean, you really can't ignore how big this thing is. I mean, this is a massive screen, and it's one of the most beautiful screens I've seen on a handheld gaming device. I mean, I already know, like, people are going to, first thing people are going to say is like, oh, you got the OLED that's on the Nintendo Switch OLED, and you also got it on the new Steam Deck OLED. Look, I don't care about that. I I'm just want to say that, like, for this, this looks absolutely stunning, especially when you put it against the original Steam Deck and you also put it against the ROG Ally. It's just an absolutely stunning device, and it just completely blows me away on that. Next thing I want to talk about is just how vibrant it is. Like, yeah, this right here, I mean, this is basically a 2K-ish screen. So with it being that, it gives you such, like, clarity and depth that you don't really get when you normally look at you know a typical screen on a handheld gaming pc i mean barring the steam deck oled it's just so great like when i'm playing games or i'm looking at pictures or watching videos or stuff like that everything it has like a level of clarity that's just chef's kiss it is so good and speaking of that with this being a 2k screen it, that's the other thing so I think that is a very interesting decision that they went with putting a 2K screen on this because barring, you know, certain games, you're really not going to be playing games at a 2K resolution. I mean, you can, you know, especially if you use an external GPU or if you, you know, really drop your settings to the lowest and then you basically running a 2K. I mean, personally, I... I don't think a device this size needs a 2K resolution screen. I think 1920 by 1080 would have been perfectly fine or, you know, full HD. But, um, yeah, I understand that they did that because they wanted this to be completely different than everything else on the market. And that's really to say a lot about the, you know, the um, Lenovo Legion Go is that a lot of, about this device is to be completely different that's on the market. It basically takes a bit from every other device that's out there. I mean, we've got clearly inspiration from the Nintendo Switch OLED with the kickstand being the way it is and with the, you know, the removable Joy-Cons or, you know, controllers, rather. It is, um, it, it's a very interesting des design decision that they went with when they decided to make this device. And I ultimately, like a lot of it, I do love. So when it comes to the screen, it's been a subject of a lot of people being upset with it just because, you know, it's not uh, certain games were going to have like black bars and, and just weird aspect ratios. Because it's a 16 by 10 aspect ratio instead of a 16 by 9. 
And while I don't have a personal issue with it, and I think 99% people who get it probably are not going to have an issue with it, there are certain, you know, content creators and influencers out there that do have an issue with this device's screen aspect ratio. But it is what it is, right? Uh, I just personally think that Lenovo should not have gone with a 2K resolution for their screen. Uh, this is, I think it's overkill. You're going to burn through your battery a lot quicker. Uh, I do have concerns about burn-in because of it being a 2K resolution. Um, but I will say this, when it comes to uh, general battery life, and I'm going to be jumping all over the place here, so bear with me. Uh, when it comes to general battery life, uh, and I will circle back with talking more in depth about that, but you know, as it is from having a 2K screen and gaming on it, I'd have to say the battery life on the Lenovo Legion Go is substantially better than what I've experienced on the ROG Ally. And that's not even a lie. Uh, the ROG Ally, I love that device. I know a lot of people have uh, had a lot of qualms about it and said it's a failed product and all this other stuff. Um, and granted, you know, the SD card reader issue and then all the OS issues and all the other stuff that went on with it fair point like when it came to like playing games on rog ally i would typically if i'm not near a connector i could probably get anywhere from like you know 45 minutes maybe an hour top so and depending on the tdp settings i would you know be able to take her around and get maybe a little bit more out of it but with this one i'm able to get roughly on you know regardless of what i'm playing and you know i don't play anything too crazy my settings are typically set to low or medium i'm typically able to get like an hour and a half you know and this is at me running it on the performance mode but if i put it in balanced or if i go power saver i can probably get a lot more battery life but i don't really play anything too crazy most of the stuff that i have tried out on it is just literally me trying it out there are games that i'm going to fully be um just giving my 100% attention to like yeah, I'm going to try out Cyberpunk. I'm going to try out, you know, um, you know, uh, was it Doom and all this other stuff. But like either I've already played it and beat it or I just, you know, it's just B-roll footage I need to have for this video. So uh, that being said, like the battery life has been pretty decent for me. I mean, it is a bigger battery life. It's a 50 watt hour battery. And um, yeah, I can't really complain about the battery performance as a whole on it plus all the different tdp settings are phenomenal uh the other thing i want to talk about is i want to talk about the removable joy let's just call it removable joy cons right um before i remove them just saying like just use them like this holding the legion like this i know this is a big beefy boy um this is one of the most comfortable handhelds that i've used the most comfortable you know portable pc handhelds steam deck was very comfortable to me rog ally was uh slightly less comfortable but i've had to say like it was a comfortable device overall but this um one of the concerns i did have was with it being the size that it is that it was going to be uncomfortable especially due to the weight of it but i've had no issues you know i've played it um you know laying down on my bed i've also played it sitting down you know played it in desktop mode there's so many different ways i've been able to play this and i've had absolutely like no issue with it whatsoever this is really really ergonomically like it just it feels so good in my hands i don't have like small hands i have pretty big side hands but uh it feels really good and then the fact that you know again then taking from the nintendo switch pressing in this button here and then, you know, like uh, pressing down to pull off or pulling down. And then you've got your 
essentially joy cons and the battery life on them is pretty decent too you know i i haven't played with them portably for like more than like a stretch of maybe two hours and they've lasted pretty fine for me uh i you know i don't really outside of like reviewing stuff i don't have a lot of time to really devote to like sitting and playing games or in particular games i want to personally play but uh what i have got to do with them i thought they were fine i didn't find any issue with the additional buttons you know the different additional macros like the m2 m1 um m3 m4 and then um the y1 y2 they didn't bother me at all i know a lot of people have said that like they um they don't care for them or they accidentally press them i've never really had that issue and when i put this into the mode of using this for you know the fps mode i have personally not had any issues with it i thought it was going to be kind of awkward because you know your your palm is going to be touching the um you know the the stick here but i have actually found it to be quite comfortable you know it feels very ergonomic like a lot of what when we first saw this device, it looked like it was incredibly over-designed, but they literally were able to compensate for everything that we wanted to have or probably would need in a handheld, sorry, I'm fiddling with this as I'm trying to talk, but literally you line it up and you press it in and you press up, um, but trying to talk and multitask, <sighs> you know, I'm doing too much at one time. Um, I've had absolutely nothing, no issues with it. And then the other thing too, I'm pulling it off again, the touchpad on it, the touchpad on this. And yes, I haven't removed the film because I don't, uh, this thing, <laughs> it collects a lot of fingerprints. I've kept the film on the trackpad and I found it to be completely fine. So I don't really have any issues with that whatsoever. I'll probably take it off down the road, but, um, as it is like everything with this, you know, using an FPS mode, I thought was absolutely ingenious you know playing games like doom and you know uh outriders and so many other games like fps games and even rts games with that as a setup has been absolutely stunning and you know no accidental presses it, it took a little getting used to because like you know for every button to work perfectly with this you're also going to need to make sure that the um software legion space is uh running it we're gonna get to that in a moment because i've got some qualms with that i have a lot of issues with that one um but you know when legion space is working fine everything is cherry when it's not that's when you run into issues with fps mode because you're gonna have two buttons being m3 and m4 that are not going to work at all because they require the software to run but aside from that I think the Joy-Cons are great. Okay, let's talk about some of the downsides of the Joy-Cons. And I know they're not technically Joy-Cons, but everyone's calling them Joy-Cons. So I'm just going to continue with that trend. Uh, th things I don't like about it, right? I do not like the D-pad. The D-pad is absolutely awful. You guys know I love fighting games. I love platformers. You know, I love 2D games as a whole. I love retro games. So having a D-pad that is probably the worst thing I have experienced in decades. I'm like Lenovo. Like, how did you fumble the ball with this D-pad? It is god awful. This is the worst D-pad I have used in decades. I would even put the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One and even the original Xbox, both Duke and Small or Slim, 
or you know whatever the revision was called i would put those d-pads above that one this is awful i i'm kind of wondering why they couldn't even just go and you know i haven't used this controller in a while so there's a little dust on it why couldn't they have done like a floating disc kind of like the razor uh wolverine v2 pro has like and put some micro switches in it that would have made it this the absolute goat of you know d-pads the d-pad is awful so like when i'm playing king of fighters 15 or if i'm playing uh street fighter 6 or if i'm playing really any fighting game that requires precise inputs i can't really reliably do so and it's just made it annoying because the games that i always keep on my portable gaming pcs and my handhelds in general is fighting games above all else and I have this thing of not wanting to keep that on the Lenovo Legion Go because the D-pad is just so awful. So I'm like, I'm taking up space for something I really don't want to play handheld on this device. However, however, connect to a TV, get my controller, and then we're good to go. So, and, and that's how I justify that. Uh, the other thing I don't like about the, um, the Joy-Cons is... The placement of, I, look, this is me being an old school gamer. You know, we know as uh, modern gamers, you know, they don't call it start and select anymore, but I, I'm an old school gamer. But Leo, start and select, right? I hate the placement. They have the bottom left of the Legion Go. Or at least the, uh, the left D-pad. So let me go ahead and just show you guys. Your start and select is here. Start and select, right? Why? Why is that there? It is so unnatural to reach down. I, I, okay. I kind of get why they put this here because you got the Lenovo space button and then you've got your TDP button on the other Joy-Con, right? So they don't want you, you know, by putting them, putting those up top and then you start and select at the bottom, you're not going to accidentally press the Legion space button or the TDP button. But the problem is, and a lot of you are going to, you, you're really going to see this is that your muscle memory is completely thrown off by this because every controller out there, whether it be the switch, whether it be PlayStation's dual sense or be Xbox controllers or even third party controllers, start and select, and whatever variation you want to call it based on the platform is always near your D-pad and your left analog stick and right analog stick. So it not being there throws me off completely because I have to like reach down and be like, oh, that's where it is. It's like it throws off my muscle memory. I absolutely cannot stand that it's there. But again, Legion space button and the TDP button. I get it. I do get it. All right, before I go on over to Legion Space and the software, let me talk a little bit about the hardware, right? So you've got two USB-C ports on here. So you can do, um, you know, your video out through the top one, of course, like you use a, you know, a dongle, or if you've got a dock or, you know, a external GPU, then you can utilize the top or even the bottom one. Pretty much they're kind of interchangeable. And I like that it has two USB ports, but I kind of wish it had a full-size USB-A port. Doesn't have that, but hey, two Type-Cs. We can use converters and get around there, right? Can't be mad about that. Um, 
It also has a micro SD card reader on the top left, similar to, you know, within the same region, I would guess you could say as the ROG Ally. I personally think that the micro SD card probably should have went down here in the bottom. Um, but that's just me personally, somewhere down here where the, uh, you know, the, the kicks in is, I think that would have been a better place to put it, but they decided to go up here. Um, and that's fine. It's got really good ventilation on it. So like the fans kick in, the device gets cool. It, it never gets like burning hot unless you don't have the fans on. And uh, it, it does get, well, okay, correction. It can get burning hot down here in the bottom left corner for some reason. So that's very interesting. But the intake vents and then the export, you know, they work very well. In the TDP settings, you can turn on a full fan. And uh, when you do that, this thing cools down super quickly. I haven't had any issues with my micro SD cards like frying kind of like they do on the uh, ROG Ally. So that's something I'm very grateful for. But for all intents and purposes right now, as it is like, you know, heat's not really an issue. The fans get loud. I'm talking audibly loud. Like they're so loud that like when they kick in, everybody in the house is going to hear them. They're, they're very vocally loud. I know people said that. What did they say? The, the, the Steam Decks fans got loud, the RG Ally. And neither one of them have anything on the Legion Go. Legion Go gets stupidly loud with this fan. So you turn on full fan speed. Or if you do like custom, you know, fan curves and everything with uh, custom TDP settings, you can make it get very loud. Other than that, though, um, I'm just going to say that it, it's, you know, that's the design aesthetics of you got, you also got, you know, your power button, your Lenovo button on the top or power button. Uh, you also got your volume up and down. So that's cool. Right. Only other thing I can think of outside of the hardware aesthetics feels great. It feels very sturdy. Like it doesn't feel in any way like cheap whatsoever. I will say that, um, now that I've gotten that out of the way, let's go ahead and start talking about uh, software, right? Windows 11 device. Thing about the ROG Ally, the ROG Ally has its own. <laughs> it's got its own, you know, it's got the the um, the ROG software, right? Which a lot of people crapped on, but I'm like, you know, after using Legion Space. You're not going to crap on the ROG software because at least with that, when you press that button, it comes up and it actually functions. Legion Space is uh, quite interesting because um, my honest opinion on it is while I can see why they put that there, it seems more like it's a storefront than anything else because it constantly shows you the deals from Games Planet. And it makes me wonder if Lenovo has like some type of partnership with Games Planet. Um, so you constantly see the deals pop up, right? And it's like constantly trying to get you to purchase using uh, that kind of stuff. Um, you can also do like uh, Android gaming and all this other stuff. I haven't really tinkered around with that because I'm not going to tinker with android gaming on this when i've got the razor edge which razor sent to me and that's what i've been using so much lately 
Uh, I've actually gotten more use out of my Razor Edge and my <laughs> PlayStation Portal than the Legion Go because I've had so many issues. But coming back to that, uh, Legion Space is absolute trash. This is the worst uh, overlays. <laughs> uh oh like software that i've used on a portable game pc uh i can't really comment on like the i uh, neo stuff because i've never used any of those but from what i've personally been testing from the major players this is the worst one um i would say personally just like not use it um because here's the thing every time you turn on your legion go and you press the button and this is if it actually wants to launch. Because there can be times you can press the Legion button or the Legion Space button and it won't launch. Same thing with the TDP button. Won't come on. Like you can be pressing it multiple times and it just won't launch. Um, but when you do get Legion Space to launch, there is a loading screen. Because that's a load for whatever reason. It has to load. And it will load. And then once it's done loading, it plays the boot animation. And then you can go into Legion Space and do all the stuff you want to do there. Not a fan. I really don't. I hate that software. The TDP said and budding. Um, the fact that that half the time doesn't work. So there'll be times when you are trying to play a game and you want to change your screen resolution. Say you want to drop it from 2K. You want to drop it down to 1080. Or 1200 rather, not 1080, uh, 1920 by two, uh, 1200. You want to drop it to that or you want to drop it to 720p or, you know, 800p technically. Um, yeah, half the times it won't launch. And uh, sometimes when it does, it screws up the software or the game you're playing. It'll do this weird, like, distortion and your screen will either go too big or too small. One of the two. Absolutely hate it. Um, <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Certain games, when you launch them, the aspect ratio is going to be completely out because a lot of them are not built or... Not that they're not built, but they're not really prepped for running at the, the resolution that it has. So some of them will launch in these weird configurations. Like I was trying to launch Samurai Showdown and KOF multiple times, and like I could not get the aspect ratio to go full screen. Sometimes when I go full screen, it would go like only like this overblown image, and it's weird. And sometimes I would have to like quit the application, especially if I went in the game and started changing the settings for the video. It was an absolute nightmare. Uh, other things you can change with the TDP button when it decides it wants to work is you can change your TDP settings, you know, you can change your refresh rate, you can do all kinds of custom things, you can have your frame counters and all the data statistics that, you know, the real, the real enthusiasts care about. I don't personally care about all that, but, you know, you might. And so... That uh, it, it makes it a little bit difficult uh, when that button doesn't want to run, you know, um, especially when the refresh rate is locked at 1440. Well, not 1440, 944 hertz. And if you want to take it down to 60, 
you have to have a power supply near you. You have to plug it in, right? It does come in as, you know, the brick that it comes with, or if you've got, you know, power bricks or whatever laying around, you have to plug it in first before you can change or drop the uh, refresh rate. Otherwise, you can just go into Windows settings. If uh, you don't have a power brick with you, you can just change it there. All in all, um, and I, I know a lot of people have said, like, the software is a deal breaker and all that. I will admit I had to factory reset mine. I had to do an up. So Windows Cumulative Updates bricked a lot of stuff on my Legion Go. So my when I got it, I literally spent two and a half days doing updates only to have to factory reset and then do updates again to get it to actually start functioning properly. Now I get to a point where um, with the, the cumulative update, it, for whatever reason, removed the AMD Adrenaline software and I couldn't use it, period. And I couldn't download it and couldn't install it, couldn't do anything. So I had to factory reset it again to get that to work. And yeah, I've run through more hoops with this than I have. And, and that's not to say I haven't done it. I have to do like a factory reset on my, um, up here. I have to say I haven't had to do this on the ROG Ally because I have had to do it on the, the Ally. But not back to back as soon as I got it. That's the thing. I, it, it's, it blows me away that I've had to run to that type of, you know, issues with it over and over. So, yeah. <laughs> um, again, again, I will say some people have said that this is a deal breaker. I will say that it's not a deal breaker for me. Because we've seen software be buggy and broken when a lot of devices first launch. If this, if it's still in the same state that it is in, if it's that, okay, let me rephrase that. If the state of the software has not improved or is still staying where it is now within like the next month and a half, two months, three, at most six months, the halfway marker of a year, you have to, you have reason to be concerned. But unlike Asus, Lenovo has open communication with us you know, the people who have, well, those of y'all who purchased it, I purchased one. I mean, yeah, this, this one got sent to me, but I did purchase one, which apparently got lost and then Best Buy can't find it and hasn't replaced it. Um, but at least Lenovo is out there actually trying to keep you abreast as to what's going on with the software, what they're going to do with the updates and all that stuff. So I have confidence in Lenovo and their open lines of communication, whereas like Asus is just mums of word. They're quiet. They're not saying anything. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt to say that, hey, yeah, they threw a lot of stuff at the wall to see what's stuck. A lot of things don't work, but over time, things will get better. And also because um, Legion Space and a lot of the software is so baked into having that running like i said the fps mode sometimes you gotta have m3 and m4 just not working so there's that um outside of that gaming on it when i'm not running into any issues pretty good uh performance wise 
I would say that it's probably a slight peg below the ROG Ally. Even though they both got the Rising Stream Z1 chips, pretty much everything else is the same between two. Uh, it's the only reason I would say that the Ally runs better is it's been out longer and they've had more time to optimize the software, Windows updates, everything else. So that's that. But uh, as a whole, when it's running, I, you know, when I can get it to run, beautiful screen, games feel great, except for fighting games and 2D platformers. I'm hoping we can get, like, buy additional, like, Joy-Cons, and they have one that has, like, modularity, where you can, like, put a disc, or, you know, just something better for the D-pad. That's, that's my biggest thing. I'm so disappointed in that. Um, oh, yeah, the other thing. The case. I need to talk about this. Uh, unlike the Ally, this actually comes with the case. So, you know, um, I like it. Very premium quality. You know, screams the Steam Deck case in many ways. And uh, what I like, too, is if you want to charge your Legion Go, that little flap there, so you can uh, plug it in, charge it, make sure you've got it turned off or, you know, completely like not using it because you don't want it to overheat that's a very premium case though i really like this uh all in all though oh yeah fps mode you get the little disc put it in magnetic boom there you go <laughs> i tell you i'm kind of all over the place there's just so much to talk about with this thing but um all in all um should you buy this or should you buy the rog ally or should you buy the Steam Deck OLED? Or any of the million plus that uh, Ioneo drops every year. And I'm honestly going to, you might be surprised at me saying this, but I'm honestly going to say that this is the better buy, ultimately. It's a better buy. The dual USB-C ports, the fact that the communication lines are better. Um, easier to upgrade the internal storage. You won't need to finagle with like all the, the L-shaped adapters and everything you have to with the Ally. And I think if you can get around the D-pad in the Jank software, you got a solid, solid device in your hands. Give them some time. It, it, it's... It's a work of art. It's a work of art that's in process. It's not quite there yet, but I think it's ultimately the best buy. You know, you're not limited to Steam and or having to tinker and finagle, which is one of the reasons why I don't use or have a Steam Deck anymore. Um, and you don't have to worry about it frying your SD card because it stays cool unlike the ROG Ally. You just have to deal with the worst D-pad and really bad software. But ultimately, great device. I recommend it, especially if you can get the one terabyte one. Because that one terabyte of space helps substantially. But all that being said, what do you guys think of the Lenovo Legion Go? Is this a device that you have currently? Are you looking at potentially picking it up? Do you like like if you currently have it 
Do you love it? Do you hate it? Have you returned it? Are you buying another one for your significant other or, you know, for another room in your house? What are your thoughts? Let me hear it in the comment section down below. And if you enjoyed this video, make sure you like it. Sub to the channel if you haven't already. Ding the notification bell. All that good stuff that you already know. And um, other than that, I want to give a special, special, special thank you to Lenovo for sending me over reviewing it. First time I've ever worked with them. Amazing team of people I've been able to talk to. Um, and, you know, very open. And, you know, literally, they're open to criticism. They're open to... Uh, constructive feedback, you know, and just allowing me to be honest, which is something that I value when it comes to working with any company, you know, um, and I'm just very grateful for them, you know. So, yeah, this is a uh, beginning of a very good partnership with them. But other than that, uh, yeah, thank them for sending, uh, you know, I'm very grateful to them for sending this over to me. And um, yeah, we're going to do a lot of videos on this. Um, I'm going to do comparison videos between this and the other devices out there. I'm going to do podcast episodes dedicated to this. I mean, this might ultimately be a podcast episode. has all the potential to be that. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say here. Uh, if you want to pick one of these up, I have links, affiliate links down in the description down below. as well as the pinned comment and uh, pinned to the YouTube video with the YouTube's new functionality. And, uh, yeah, if you really love the content you want to support, we do consider becoming a child member or Patreon supporter. And, uh, yeah, got nothing else. I'm talked out. I've actually run my throat dry and I just got over being sick. I, I had a very, very bad virus and, uh, was in and out of urgent care, but now I'm back. So all that being said, hope you guys had a great one. Uh, stay safe, be blessed, have a aloha. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.